Welcome to Your Rad Reality. This is a podcast that's dedicated in guiding you in the creation of your own joyful life, a life that you genuinely love, and a life so authentic to you that it pumps you up to get up every morning to live. Together, we will unpack everything you need to let go of, everything you need to let in, and everything in between. By sharing my own personal life experiences and the experiences of many guests, I hope to encourage and empower you on your own self-discovery journey. So I'm your host, Allie Rad, otherwise known as your personal guide to your Rad reality. Let's dive in. humans. Welcome to episode two of your Rad Reality Podcast. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. If this is your first time, my name is Ali Rad. I'm your host. And I just wanted to touch base to let you know that if you have not yet downloaded your freebie of four weeks to Rad Living, be sure to check it out. The link is in the show notes, or you can grab it at www.ally-rad.com forward slash freebies. So if you have looked at the four weeks to rad living, one of the days is a task to get rid of seven items in your house or in your space of some sort. And I just want to talk about how freeing it is to let go of things. We're a society where we always talk about more. More this, more money, bigger house, more friends, more food, more everything. More, more, more. But we don't really talk about letting things go. And I think it's so important because... Just like snakes, they shed their skin to make room for their more beautiful parts. And we don't talk about what we should be shedding in order to feel better or be our best selves. Like the leaves changing. I think fall is one of the most beautiful seasons because it truly shows us how beautiful it is to let things go. And so that kind of brings us to our topic today, which is minimalism. And so I just want you to take a moment, um, depending on where you're listening to this, you might not be able to visually do this, but you could visualize it in your mind. But if you're in your space especially, you can take a look around you. But I want you to just sit and observe either your space that you're in right now, if it's yours, or visualize your space, if that's at home or your workspace, or just somewhere you spend a lot of time that's important to you. And just look at what is around you. Or even just think about your life. 
what takes up space in your life. And yes, a lot of us will go to materialistic things, but this also means your space is in your time and your energy, your finances. What are all of these things that take up space? And then ask if they're all serving you. And if they're not, then think about why we keep these things around or why we do these things that take up space, that burn our energy. And I truly believe that's because of the society we live in. But I'm going to talk about my first experience at experience with minimalism and it's a little bit different I think it'll maybe not be what you guys would think but a couple years ago I saw a medium and I guess I should uh, touch base and say that for those of you that don't know me I lost my mom at a very young age and when you lose someone so important to you at such a young age you tend to cling on to anything. Anything, whether it's materialistic items of theirs, possessions, memories, clothing, anything, actually, even people. You cling on to these things in hopes that it'll help them stay alive to you. When I think grief is a funny thing because... It doesn't matter if those people leave your physical world because they are with you forever in many different ways. And so I saw a medium a couple years ago and it was the best closure I've ever had in my life actually and ironically it was like 14 years later, more than that actually, but that'll be a topic for another podcast episode. But I noticed after that, I was able to start letting things go. And this was a big deal because I had moved around a lot and I had carried a lot of materialistic physical objects that reminded me of my mom or were my mom's. And I thought that those brought her closer to me and kept her memory alive but really after this medium I realized that those things actually pushed me farther away from her because I was hanging on to a relationship with her that I no longer have our relationship is much different and I just started to feel so free being able to shed things of hers that I had hung on to for years. And while I'm not trying to um, tell anyone how to grieve by any means, because that the grieving process is different for every human out there, I just, I just want you to ask why you're hanging on to certain things. And if they're not serving you, Try letting them go, because sometimes that'll serve you more. So after that experience, I started paying more attention and observing. 
my space around me and my life and what I was allowing to take up so much space. Because I thought if I could feel so freeing of letting things go that I had such a strong emotional attachment to, then I felt I could get rid of anything. (laughs) And so I was really tested with this when hubby and I decided a couple years ago to sell our house and a lot of our belongings and move on to a 37-foot sailboat. And let me tell you, moving from a three to four bedroom house to a 37 foot sailboat, you really get tested on what you need. But I think that's the key component to minimalism is wants versus needs. We live in a society where we work to buy all these things we want even if it takes away from the things we need, ironically. And when you think about what you actually need to survive and to be happy, a lot of those needs aren't materialistic. Yes, you need shelter and food, which you need to purchase or grow, but but it's different from wanting that sweater that's new at the store even though you have a million sweaters at home and don't get me wrong this was a hard lesson for me to learn because I love clothing but when I saw all that clothing that I had and I had to go from having a closet and a huge dresser to having three little spaces drawers on a boat It really tested me. But when I sat there looking at all these clothes, it really made me wonder. It made me think and realize that I hadn't worn a lot of these in a long time. And so I just started with one. I grabbed one piece and put it in a bag to donate. And after that one, it felt really good. And so then I grabbed another and then another, and another, and soon I just felt so good. And when I had put and separated what I was going to keep and what I was going to donate, I looked at the pile I was keeping, and I realized I still have a full wardrobe. I still had clothing, which is what I needed. I needed clothing to clothe my body but I didn't need enough clothing to clothe everyone in my community for a week. (laughs) But that's what I did. I just started with one thing. And I just want to encourage you to start with one thing. If it's clothing or a trinket or something, just try letting it go. And then see how you feel. See how you feel right after. See how you feel the next day. See how you feel a month from now. Or a year from now. And I can almost guarantee that there are quite a lot of things in your possession that you are not going to even remember. 
a week from now, a month from now, or years from now. But you will remember how freeing it feels. Because you'll keep that emotion with you. And you can use it in other aspects of your life. And it's actually proven that decluttering your space can actually reduce anxiety. So if you're someone who feels anxious quite a lot of the time, evaluate your space. But also evaluate your time, or more specifically, your calendars. Look at what you have recorded in your calendar, what you have scheduled to do. How full is that calendar? Because I think when you think of minimalism, most people think of just stuff, materialistic, physical objects, but they don't think about their space in the sense of their time and how they spend it. But try doing less. Try scheduling time for you to do nothing. If you end up doing something in that time, then that's okay. But it's okay and it's actually a good thing to not have a full schedule booked all the time. That's part of minimalism too. Is allowing for your space to have empty parts. I feel like people think empty is such a negative word. When... It can be so positive as well. Having an empty calendar or an empty shelf. It can be so positive and it can be so freeing. So just evaluate. Sit with your life and see where you can let go of some things. And just see how you feel. And then I just wanted to end this episode with some tips that I know that have helped me in my minimalistic journey. And I just want to emphasize, in no means, shape, or form am I trying to say I am an expert at this by any means. I still have way too many clothes, and I still buy things that I want and that I don't need, but... I'm just more aware of my purchases and what I bring home into my space. So these are some tips. You can try them out if you want. If not, I will not be offended. But I just want to start off with tip number one is be honest with yourself. When you're debating whether to get rid of something or keep it, be honest Ask yourself, have I worn this? Do I use it? And if the answer is truthfully no, chuck it and give it to someone else. Let someone else benefit from it. If it's a need for them, you never know. Tip number two, quality over quantity. I'm going to use clothes for an example again. I know... Some of my <laughs> my peeps will know what's up. But there's a pair of jeans you can have that you might have spent a little bit more money on, but they've lasted you forever. Rather than the leggings that, you know, you bought for 
$3 or something that are garbage from Walmart or something. But just evaluate the quality of the items you're purchasing. Because if you only need one item, make sure it's worth it. Because then you don't need to purchase that item again and again and again. And that's just smart living for financial and for the earth of reducing waste. This can be with furniture too. Just anything. Just think about the quality of what you're purchasing and bringing into your space. Tip number three. Be okay with purging. Purging can be difficult. As I said earlier, I just suggest starting with one thing. Start small. Start with one, see how you feel, and go from there. Tip number four. If you have a clothing problem, like I do, if you hang any of your clothing, put the hangers backwards at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the year, and then anytime you choose something to wear, flip the hanger around. At the end of the month or at the end of the year, look at what hangers are still turned backwards, and then look at that item because you know you haven't worn it, and ask yourself why. And if you feel okay to, get rid of it. Tip number five. If you've moved around a lot or when moving, if anything is still in boxes, throw it out. Depending on how long you've lived there or if it stays in boxes for storage. But if there's items in there you haven't used in your whole time living in a space chances are you do not need them. Tip number six. Unsubscribe to email lists. It's so much easier to not want to purchase things when they're not in your face all the time. This is how marketing works. They put it in your face so you can buy it. So unsubscribe. Take some time off social media. It's good for a lot of other reasons too, but it can help you from not wanting to purchase things that you don't need. Tip number seven. If you purchase something, get rid of something. One in, one out rule. So that is all for today. I hope you find the tips helpful. And I just hope that something in this podcast inspired you or encouraged you to do something to live your most joyous life. So I will see you next time. And always remember, cheers to dreams and wild things. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of your rad reality. And if you resonated with something that I talked about, be sure to let me know in a review or hit me up on Instagram at mz.allyrad. And until next time, cheers to dreams and wild things.